What if you could pinpoint these key concepts that you could teach your child, that you could layer into the conversations as you're getting ready in the morning, as you're driving to school, driving to sports? What kind of impact could that have on the life of your child long-term? When instead of listening to everything everyone has to say around them, they knew what God's Word said of who God is, how would that change things? Welcome to our Snapshot series, where we are going to be taking these core ideas of who God is, different attributes of God, and we're going to be learning them in a way that we can speak them into the lives of our children, both now and every day moving forward for the rest of our lives. Our God is sovereign. Sovereign means that God has an authority as king over creation. He is almighty in every area. This attribute of God brings together three omnis. So when I am talking with my kids about God's sovereignty, we talk about the fact that God is omnipotent, he is omniscient, and he is omnipresent, meaning that he is all-powerful, that's what omnipotent means. He is all-knowing, that's omniscient. And he's omnipresent, meaning he's always there. He is in all places at all times. His sovereignty across all of these areas allows the truth to be that all of his goals are met and all of his designs fulfilled in his creation. We see this in Scripture. And we see it. It's all over Scripture, God's sovereignty. He is declaring this from beginning to end. So picking these passages for you to share with your child was maybe harder to do than not, like, to not find it. There was so many to be found. But Isaiah 46, 9 and 10 is one which says, I am God and there is no other. I am God and there is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning from ancient times, things not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will accomplish all my purpose. In Romans eleven thirty six, he says, for from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Amen. You know, his sovereignty is sometimes hard for us with our kids to talk about. It's hard because oftentimes we struggle with the concepts of suffering and we struggle with the concepts of planning because now the sovereignty thing, it kind of is like, well, if God is in charge of it all and he's already got it all planned out and everything is the way he wants it, then number one, what about suffering? How does that fit into his sovereignty? Where do I help my child navigate hurt, pain, or suffering from a God who's supposed to know everything and should be holding everything together. And so I want you to know, number one, I've walked those roads with my kids, and God is right there. His omnipresence is really important, that piece of his sovereignty, his omniscience, that he does know what's going on that he is all-powerful in this moment. And while we cannot understand 
why he is allowing this to happen. We trust in his all-knowingness and the fact that he's never left us to carry us through this suffering. And for our family, one of the verses that we've walked and talked about a lot is 1 Peter 4.19. It says, Therefore, let those who suffer according to God's will. So that's hallmarking this concept of his sovereignty. But let those who suffer according to God's will entrust their souls to a faithful creator while doing good. Y'all, this concept of suffering with our kids, especially in those teen years, those preteen and teen years, they're going to see their lives and a lot of them do suffer, but it really doesn't matter whether we view what they're going through as suffering, if they view it as suffering. And so we want to have these conversations with them and help them understand God's sovereignty is for you. We know this from Romans 8, 28. We kind of use that verse a lot of times in wrong context, but this is what it's, God is at work for his glory and your good. And you can entrust your life to a faithful creator, as it says in 1 Peter 4. Why? Because he has got it. Everything is according to his will. His omniscience is important. His omnipresence will hold you tightly. He has given you his Holy Spirit to be within you, to be your comforter, as 2 Corinthians talks about. And so when we walk with our kids and we're talking about God's sovereignty, we need to really firm up this concept that we can trust in a faithful God. That's why we've already talked about God's faithfulness. If you missed that attribute, go listen to it. But we have these ongoing conversations because our children will wrestle with this and the enemy will give them the lies and say to them, God's not good. He's not good. You're suffering. And the truth that we want to help our children to see is we really want to help them navigate this in a way where they pivot their eyes back up to a faithful God, looking to Him, entrusting their souls to Him. This is not easy. This conversation is not easy. That's why these attributes need to be in our conversation like a lot. We have to have these and be seeking out our kids and seeking out, hey, are you struggling here? How are you doing here? And then we invite them into prayer, prayer over their circumstances, prayer to the God who is faithful to them. And I love this quote from Jerry Bridges. It says, prayer assumes the sovereignty of God. If God is not sovereign, we don't have any assurance that he answers our prayers. Our prayers would become nothing more than wishes. But while God's sovereignty, along with his wisdom and love, is the foundation of our trust in him, prayer is the expression of our trust. Our God is sovereign. That's why we can pray. That's why a warrior mama's prayer journal is a key ingredient for you, mama. And it's why learning to pray God's word will help you walk with your child as they desperately need to lay their hearts and their lives before God in prayer. Our God is sovereign and we can trust him with our very souls. Thanks for joining me today on Snapshots of Who God Is. 
Make sure you get on the newsletter so that you get not just today's truth, but the truths for this entire week. We send them out on a weekly basis so that you have them where you can keep them in front of you, keep them in your Bible, where you can learn them both for yourself and for your child.